As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Staples Show. It's another Tuesday night ranking reaction, and uh, if you wear green and white, you certainly have a reaction to tonight's ranking, Matt Fortuna. Really not a lot going on in the rankings. We expected Michigan State to drop. We expected Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati to move up, but a week after the committee honored pretty much every head-to-head result and continued to honor the Oregon, Ohio State head-to-head result... They decided to put Michigan ahead of Michigan State. Just, it was nine days ago that Michigan State beat Michigan. Same record overall, same conference record. And, oh, by the way, just to add insult to injury, they announced this at Madison Square Garden minutes after Michigan State's men's basketball team lost their season opener to Kansas. So it was a double dose of heartbreak for Sparty tonight. Um, Look, (laughs) this thing wouldn't work. This thing wouldn't be what it was if uh, they did everything according to how the AP poll or how me and you and everyone else who tuned in tonight uh, thought it should go. I've said it again again. This is a TV show. There's a reason every coach... See, I don't subscribe to that conspiracy theory that they're doing it just for the TV show. Stuff like this makes me think everybody with the conspiracy theories might be right. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. There's no way you could justify this. None. Yeah, because... and I, I, I'm the one who always says, no, they're not They're not going, well, we can't make a TV show with this. It just looks too close to what you did last week. We can't possibly put this on TV. I've always said, no, that's not what they do. When you do stupid stuff like this, it makes me think the conspiracy theorists might be right. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> I, I don't have, like, the scientific formula to how they come up with this. I don't think anyone does, which is part of the problem with the college football playoffs. Like not one? Uh, exactly. But again, there's a reason like coaches, like I, I was with Wake Forest last weekend, like, hey guys, did you watch the playoff show last week? You were undefeated. Like you could play your way into the playoff. And a couple of players were like, yeah, we were home and watched it. Or others said, no, we had class and watch it. And Dave Claus was like, no, I had a meeting then. Like it, 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 it's not one of those like old coach speak, like don't pay attention to the outside noise. It's like, no, it really doesn't affect us whatsoever. And frankly, with Michigan State, when you have the opportunities in front of you that they have with games at Ohio State, a game against Penn State, and if they win both those, probably a Big Ten championship game, 
they technically do control their own fate, as does Michigan, which makes this a moot point. But, um, it, <laughs> like, we, I, I've said this last week when we did the show. Like, I could... I'm glad Oregon's ahead of Ohio State because of the head-to-head and because of the same records. Um, and because Ohio State hasn't exactly taken off the way I think that everyone thinks they eventually will take off. But I could justify Ohio State over Oregon if you want me to make that argument for you. I cannot justify Michigan over well, Michigan State for you. Ten days, days ago. Ten days, whatever it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so watch your back, Ducks, by the way. Don't don't feel comfortable yeah, no kidding. being ahead of Ohio State. I mean, that that's basically what they're telling us because nothing materially changed other than the Michigan State lost okay so Michigan State now has the same record as Michigan but they played and Michigan State won you know what Michigan didn't do score more points than Michigan State when they played nine days ago if only there was a way to measure these guys against each other like a football game like yeah. they spent what a half hour they said talking about this if only they could play for three or four hours on the most watched game, right. I think, in the entire country this season. We, if only we, we could have settled that in a minute. And here's the thing. all the, If they weren't honoring the other head-to-heads with similar records, it's like I know somebody's going to say, well, what about Texas A&M and Alabama? Texas A&M beat Alabama. Yeah, but Texas A&M's got two losses and Alabama's got mm-hmm. one. I bet if Alabama had two losses, they'd have Texas A&M above them. You know, they have... They have Baylor above BYU. Both of them are two lost teams. Baylor beat BYU. Uh, they have Oklahoma State above Baylor. Now Oklahoma State's still eight and one. BYU lost an, or uh, Baylor lost another game. But here's my thing, Matt. Would Baylor be number thirteen right now, having just lost to a TCU team that fired its coach six days earlier, if they hadn't beaten BYU and the committee honored the head-to-head? No. I don't think so. Um, you know, we could do these hypotheticals all, all night long because at the end of the day, this is whatever they say it is, and we just got to sit back and listen and complain about it on podcasts and Twitter after. I will say this, to justify the committee, Michigan has a better loss than Michigan State. Let's face it. That's true. Because <laughs> Michigan's loss is to Michigan State! <laughs> Who's the number six team in the country? Excuse me, seven team in the country. Oh, and Purdue no. got in. No, That's not a bad loss anymore. <laughs> yes, yes. Purdue is, Purdue is now number 19. Here's the thing. We're we're la- we're not this mad about it. I, I'm I'm being a little dramatic tonight because that's that's because this is a show. It's sort of like them coming up with a really stupid move in the rankings because they got to have a TV show. So we got to have a podcast. So we're gonna get excited and upset about it. But the truth of it is, as you pointed out, Matt, Michigan State and Michigan will sort itself out. If Michigan beats Ohio, or if Michigan State beats Ohio State, or Michigan beats Ohio State, they'll jump. If Ohio State beats one or both of them, it won't matter. They'll fall. If Michigan loses to Penn State this weekend, they'll fall. Michigan's going to Happy Valley. Michigan has not played well in Happy Valley recently. You know, other than last year, which is you know, a weird situation. But the home team has been the team that wins in, mm-hmm. in that series for the most part. So you're by the way, you're leaving out a, a uh a pretty big game between two ranked Big Ten teams that could completely flip this entire thing out of its head this weekend. Purdue at Ohio State. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Let's not let's not forget. What was it? There was a twenty eight twenty one Purdue Ohio State game. Right that's after a, la- a big. That's the last game Purdue Ohio State upset. lost in the Big Ten. Twenty four Big Ten games ago, twenty eighteen. 
Wow. Man. Well, Maybe. no, I was, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking further back. But, yes, you're right. The, the Rondell Moore game yes. does loom large. And Purdue has proven to be a giant killer so far this year. And Ohio State, and, and this is part of the reason the rankings look the way they look. You know, Alabama, there's not a ton of justification for them at number two other than none of the other teams have looked that great. And Ohio State showed a lot of flaws in the, in the escape at Nebraska. Cincinnati showed a lot of flaws escaping from Tulsa. You know, it, it's, it's tough to figure out where they – Oregon has, has shown mm-hmm. a lot of flaws. I mean, their loss to Stanford is the worst loss of – it's the worst loss of any team in the top ten, right? After Friday, I don't know how you can argue otherwise. I mean, Stanford is broken right now. It's tough to watch. Yeah, so – that's that's the thing. There, there's not a lot of good options for the committee, and there weren't going to be a lot of interesting moves. I, I don't think they did this, but could they have just said, look, we got to make this a little more interesting, Matt, because everyone just assumes we're going to drop Michigan State to right above Michigan and that'll and push everybody up, and that'll be that? It's funny. Because no one will have it, anything to talk about? If that, well, there, I have a couple schools of thought of this. One is there's a lot of, you know, in the same vein as, as the conspiracy theories, there's a lot of you know brand bias, or, or so we think, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Alabama's on our only number two because they're Alabama. Ohio State's ahead of Cincinnati because they're Ohio State. I, like I think we've seen Ohio State at their best this season. It's such a good football team or such an electric football team, at least offensively, that you can convince yourself into thinking this team on its best but day could go is, all the way. Playing against teams that stink, we've seen them at their best. We no, but seen I, their I'm best just saying, good teams. That's fair. I'm just saying. Even before their loss to Michigan State, I didn't see anything from Michigan this year that, like, blew me away. Like, it's not like there's this – like, the eye test with Michigan doesn't work for me. Like, they have not beaten the, anyone. Nebraska on the road? The like, that's their big The advanced stats win. love Michigan for some reason, like uh, S&P Plus, FPI. It would be nice if they could say that. Michigan. If they could say that and justify it and say we use these, then that would make sense. Because the Michigan team I watch week to week, I mean, they're fine. I don't want to criticize them. But I haven't seen anything that says, you know what, they look so good that despite their loss to Michigan State, we're going to keep them ahead. Like, there's nothing that has convinced me that the Wolverines, and again, this will play itself out, but there's nothing that's right. convinced me the Wolverines are, are a playoff team or, or a legitimate contender this year. I didn't mention Michigan State also has to play Penn State, too. That's another one. I mean, so the Big Ten East, there's, there's a lot of golf so, left. So, surprise Penn State wasn't ranked, by the way. left in the season. Surprise Penn State wasn't ranked. They, they weren't. But they may they may wind up being ranked, and and yeah, I mean Auburn's ranked, right? I believe Penn State beat Auburn head to head. So who's Auburn I, beating? I think if and if Penn State beats Michigan, I I would bet. If, here's the thing: if Penn State beats Michigan, what do you want to bet that Penn State is ranked ahead of wherever Auburn is? And if Auburn beats Mississippi State, like Auburn goes up to like I don't know, they'll be. Maybe above Ole Miss, which they beat, but Ole Miss has. That's, that's their only losses. big win, though, right? Auburn's. L- I mean, yeah. LSU's so, not a big but, win. But, but let's say let's say A and M beats Ole Miss, so they'll have three losses. So Auburn's going to jump them, and then I bet they just put Penn State one spot ahead of Auburn if if Penn State beats Michigan. That would make some sense, but the, the one part of it that 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 I think a lot of the public, ourselves included, don't always fully grasp that I think is genuine with this committee is I truly do think there's nothing nothing last week affected this week, nothing this week will affect next week. I truly think they go in there with a blank slate every week and look at the entire body of work on its own 
independent of however they rank these teams. Whereas when me and you I, are doing I agree our ballots, with that, but but the fact of the matter is they are. Res- it, what bothers me is they're respecting head to head everywhere else, and they're not doing it. Oh, complete. Yeah, I, th- th- I'm case. just saying as far as like I could justify Penn State being ranked so high next week because of the scenario you just put out. Because if I if if I'm Ohio State, I'm sitting there going, well, we're better than Oregon. I know we lost to them, right. but have you watched us play and have you watched them play? We're, we play this game 100 more times. We're going to win it 78 of them. So, like, if, if you're going to do that with Michigan and Michigan State, why are you not doing that with, with Oregon and Ohio State? And, again, I'm playing devil's advocate sure. here because I, I think Oregon should be ahead of Ohio State. So, I just – this is the first time that I've really thought, oh, my God, they're just doing this to make a TV show. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I mean, here's the funny thing about this. Like, they're, um, how do I say it? Not the most, I think this goes for most um, public-facing leaders in college sports. Not the most political savvy or PR savvy people. I think we can all <laughs> right. um, agree with that. They, like, the story today should have been, Cincinnati moved up. We thought they were done. We thought... Number six was as high as they could get because that schedule is not that good the rest of the way. They've already played their best games. There's no way they can play their ways up. They got lucky to beat a terrible Tulsa team, and they moved up one spot. Like, that yep. should be the lead right now. The headline should be, not done yet. Maybe maybe they're right. Maybe they don't hate the group of five. Right. Maybe they have a chance if everyone in front of them keeps losing. And instead, <laughs> we're talking about Michigan and Michigan State, who will both probably lose Ohio State and render this discussion completely irrelevant a couple weeks from now. But th- that's the predicament that the committee put themselves in. Like, they couldn't even... The, the same way the the people in charge of a playoff still haven't pushed through the goalposts and, and got in a 12-team or done yet. They're still hung up on other models. They couldn't even take this, like, low-hanging fruit victory lap of, hey, see, we told you. And by the way, UTSA is ranked this week as well. We don't hate the little guys. Meet me. Meet me. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. About Cincinnati, we need to talk about them because you're right. They did move up. They are now in striking distance. And let's talk about how in striking distance they are because you've got an Oregon team that has not been terribly consistent, that, that makes the games that should be easy hard, and they're going to have to play Utah at least once and probably twice. They're going to have to play a good Oregon State team that how, how good is Oregon State that they're 5-4 and four and firing their defensive coordinator midseason? Like, how much have the standards risen in Corvallis? Like, Pac-12 so, in general is just on another one this year when it comes to firings. Yeah, so you've got, you've got that situation going on. So it's very plausible that Oregon could lose the second game yes. and Cincinnati's up there. It's also possible that Alabama loses the yes. Iron Bowl. 
or just loses to Georgia and Atlanta if they win the Iron Bowl. So that that's the other piece of this is like Cincinnati's kind of in the catbird seat. Like I'd say it's a better than 50-50 shot that one of those things I just said happens. I think I think that's possible. I still like even if it's to Georgia, I'll still believe they put undefeated Cincinnati over two loss Alabama when I see it. Like I just I, wow. I, I don't see. Think, I, I think they just will. I, I don't. I'm not. I think you got a little more faith in these people is, than I do. I just. I just can't. I can't see that. Um, what I do think will happen, yeah. or I shouldn't say will happen, but definitely could happen. No one's talking about Oklahoma. Still undefeated. That's what. That's what I was gonna say. In a very top-heavy Big Twelve, I, I, and they haven't played any of those teams yet. I just called up Oklahoma's schedule. So Oklahoma's climb begins right yes. now. They've got Baylor this week in Waco. They get Iowa State and Norman the following week, and then they're in Stillwater for Bedlam for maybe the first of two editions of Bedlam. They're going to play one of those three teams again, probably. So if they go four and zero in that stretch, that's that's a playoff team. I think if they go, they're going to be ranked number three or number four. If they go three and one, and the one loss isn't in the Big Twelve title game, I think they're in. I think there's a real good chance they're in. I think you're right about that because they 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 have not. What we keep saying about them is they haven't looked great. But they haven't hit the meat of their schedule yet. So if they can, it doesn't. And, and, and at this point, I don't think Matt. It, it matters if they look good winning these Not games. Right now, they no. just have to win them. No, because again, there are three Big Ten teams ahead of them. Two of them will be below them with another loss. Um, if all records are being equal, they'll be ahead of Cincinnati and Oregon. I mean Alabama. If they lose another game, and Oregon's hanging on for dear life right now. So I think Oklahoma's a wild card in all this. Um, Again, if they lose just one of their next three games, they're going to be in the Big 12 title game. And assuming they play the team that beat them, uh, you avenge that loss and get a conference championship on your resume, you're getting it. I mean, at least this year. It's crazy to think how compressed this is getting, That There's three weeks left of the regular season. There are three right. Saturdays left in the regular season. You know, we're <laughs> Thanksgiving is two weeks from Thursday. So there, there's a lot that, that could possibly happen. But the, the schedules in, in certain conferences are so backloaded mm-hmm. that there's a lot that could happen. And I, I think that's the thing. Any, any kind of speaking in absolutes right now, well, I can't believe you have this team here because of this and this and this, it, it isn't going to matter. Like, like I said, I, I'm yelling and screaming about Michigan State because for the same reason that they, move, that, that they put them below Michigan to give us something to talk about. But the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of action left, and, and let's talk about Notre Dame. And I, I don't think Notre Dame can make the playoff now. I don't think there's any way Notre Dame makes the playoff at 11-1. But an 11-1 Notre Dame can sure as hell help Cincinnati make the playoff. Yeah, I mean, I thought after last week it was an incredibly thin needle that uh, like they would have to thread to, to even have a chance. I also thought, based on last week's rankings, which of course had nothing to do with this week's rankings as they proved by moving Cincinnati up, I thought, well, they have so little respect for Cincinnati. Even though Cincinnati won at Notre Dame by double digits, I, I wouldn't rule out 11-1 Notre Dame being ranked ahead of 12-0 or 13-0 Cincinnati by season's end just because Cincinnati, I did not think, had an ability to play its way past number six. Clearly, that's not the case. 
The problem for Notre Dame is they play at Virginia this week, which is a tough game, especially if Brennan Armstrong is playing. They could definitely lose that well, game. Well, is, is Brennan Armstrong playing is the question. Correct. Right? That's an that's a up-in-the-air thing right but, now. But, I mean, after that, it's Georgia Tech and Stanford. So there, there's very – there's nothing – they can do to improve their lot as far as the opponents they're playing. Um, now, let's see. Wisconsin still up. Wisconsin and Purdue are both ranked. Both are teams. They're tied for first in the Big Ten West, both of which Notre Dame has beaten. And Virginia uh, will we'll work in this scenario too. Virginia can get smoked by Notre Dame, win at Pittsburgh the next week, beat Virginia Tech, go to the ACC title game, win the ACC. That's a win over the ACC champions for Notre Dame. Wisconsin... Probably the favorite of the Big Ten West right now. They have the easiest remaining right. path. I don't think they're going to beat Ohio State or Michigan or Michigan State. But if Wisconsin wins the Big Ten, the Big Ten is pretty much eliminated. That's a three-loss Wisconsin team that got smoked by Notre Dame. So uh, it, it's going to take both those scenarios probably. Probably a Cincinnati loss. And then probably Alabama losing. Oregon losing as well to knock out the Pac-12. And Alabama losing in convincing enough fashion to Georgia where you really have no choice. Because I think all things being equal, 11-1 Notre Dame with this schedule and no 13th data point or conference championship to show for it, doesn't have a chance. But Let, there's a chance for let's move, chaos elsewhere. Let's, let's move down a spot and talk about another one-loss team that I think if they go undefeated the rest of the way, they're going to be in the playoff. Okay, so And that is the Oklahoma State Cow- Cowboys. Yeah, they were dominant on defense at West Virginia. And I realize West Virginia doesn't have the best record in the world, but West Virginia has played everybody tough. Beat Iowa State the week before. Yep. So they've got TCU, which did just beat Baylor and and looks different with Chandler Morris playing quarterback. But that's in Stillwater. Oklahoma State should be able to win that one. They've got Texas Tech that has fired Matt Wells and hired Joey McGuire (laughs) in in the interim. And then they've got probably... Bedlam 1 and Bedlam 2. They do not have to go to Norman for any of that. So I realize what the record in that series is. I get it. But if they win the rest of their games, they are going to the playoff. I agree completely. Uh, I think they're in great position right now. I think as much, you know, quote-unquote disrespect that the committee has shown Oklahoma so far, it's shown some pretty decent respect for the top half or the upper echelon of the Big 12. I mean, Baylor did not take a big hit this week um, with with its loss. So I think that puts really Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in a really good position. I think both, you know, control their own destiny, for lack of a better term. I think if either one of those went out, definitely in Oklahoma's case they're in. Um, Oklahoma could probably afford a mulligan, but I, I think if Oklahoma State wins out, no question about it, they're in. But the one I did want to bring up that I also think shocked me this week, and maybe there's a path for them. I didn't, I don't think there is, but there might be. Wake Forest only dropped three spots after losing to a four, now 5-4 five and four North Carolina team in a non-conference game. And there's a lot of meat left on the bone for them. This week, they play NC State at home. That's the first game between ranked ACC teams this season. And it's going on the ACC Network against Notre Dame, Virginia on ABC. So I don't know if anyone's going to watch it. But they've got that. They then go to Clemson, who's still technically alive, to win the Atlantic. They go to BC who is a very formidable team with Phil Dracovic back. And, and remember, the loss to North Carolina is, is not, not a conference loss. Correct. Wake is still undefeated in ACC play. Correct. And if they win out, even if they don't win out, they're, they're probably still going to win the Atlantic if they win this week. Um, Pittsburgh's ranked. 
And that's their right now their most likely opponent. It could be Virginia. It could be North Carolina again if things break a certain Whoever way. Whoever it is is probably going to be ranked by the time they get there. If it's Pitt or Virginia, yes. Um, so that's yeah. multiple ranked wins still left to be had when you're number 12 and you have not been really all that penalized for, I wouldn't say giving away a game, but if you score 55 points, you should win that game. Um, so that one surprised me because I thought, I, I frankly could have envisioned a scenario where Wake's down to like 20 after one loss. Like I just did not think the committee would have had this much respect for Wake so far, but apparently they do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. While, while we're spinning fantasy scenarios, let me give you another one. And this is, I mean, the, the, the stars have to align, obviously. But this is doable. Texas A&M beats Ole Miss this week. Wins out, which also would include a win against LSU, which, as Alabama showed, is not that easy. <laughs> necessarily if especially if LSU could be his last game right imagine well can you imagine if Scott Woodward is still trying to get Jimbo (laughs) Fisher to come to LSU at that point like oh he will he still will be I don't think we need to imagine that oh he he will so I I think the guys will play for coach O that night so you got that so let's say Texas A&M wins all those games Auburn beats Alabama in the Iron Bowl Texas A&M which if, if they're winning all these games, it means they're playing really well. They beat Alabama, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they beat Georgia. Texas A&M and Georgia both make the playoff in that scenario. A&M's absolutely in if, they, if that happens. Now they need be to. the first two-loss team to make it. It's the 2017 Auburn scenario is what it is. Yes. It, it, it's that, that Auburn in 2017, had they beaten Georgia in the SEC championship game, would have made the playoff as a two-loss team. So that that's the... That's what's going to happen, but I mean the odds of it happening like that because it's, it's the same. They, not, they don't control their own destiny. Saturday. Well, that's well, right? They just don't control their own destiny. I could see them winning out. Uh, yeah, asking Alabama to lose on top of you winning out and then beating Georgia—it's a lot. It's possible, but it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, the and then beating Georgia part, which comes into play with Alabama as well. If if they wind up winning the West, is is the tricky part? Can, can you imagine? An A&M Georgia SEC title game, at least one playoff spot on the line. Well, Georgia would be a no matter what, but you know, playoff spot on the line in A&M's case. And as good as those two defenses, <laughs> wild. As good as those two defenses have been, an SEC title game between Stetson Bennett and Zach Calzada as your quarterbacks. The city of Atlanta would be <laughs> rocking that weekend. That would be just. Me- meanwhile, meanwhile, you've got in the night game. Probably Wake Forest against Pitt or uh, Virginia, and any three of those quarterbacks could potentially be playing for a Heisman spot. <sighs> and no defense whatsoever. Watch with and, and nobody's going to watch that game. Oh, I don't nobody. know. Uh, well, yeah, probably because they're going up against the Big Ten, but that'd be a fun game. They'd be watching the be, Big Ten game. It would be the best yeah. ACC title game in probably ten years, <laughs> at least. This is. Here's the deal. As silly as I think what they did Tuesday night was. 
I think everything's still in line to let everybody sort it out with the games they play. And especially, like, we, we talked about Cincinnati, and I said this Saturday night after, the, after the, the games, and I'll say it again. If Cincinnati plays the way it has the last three weeks against SMU and Houston, it's going to lose one of those games, and then we're not going to – there will be no argument to be had. Right. So they're going to have to get it tightened up and win those games, and then we can have the argument. But where they are now at number five, there may not even need to be an argument. I was, I'm still surprised they moved up, especially with that performance. I thought, yeah, I, I hate to be overly critical of a little guy or to, or, or to put more pressure on a group of five program, but that's the system we're in right now. You've got to do well, they, so they much moved more. Up, they moved up Oregon that didn't look good against a bad team, and they moved up Ohio State that didn't look good against a bad team. So what, what's the difference? Both those teams have losses. They're still ranked ahead of Cincinnati. I mean, that, that's a difference. Um, Alabama didn't look good against a team that yeah, fired no, they its did, coach. They didn't. They didn't. You're right. You're right. Um, but the difference is, I mean, Cincinnati's best wins are behind them. I mean, what's Oregon is a better win than Cincinnati because they beat Ohio State. Ohio State doesn't have a better win than Cincinnati, Correct. though. But Ohio State could get a win. Or several wins. Yeah, no, they could. Would, but I mean, right now, like, I just think... That would compete with that. I thought, especially with game day there, it was like, all right, this is the statement moment. Like, Tulsa's not very good. You got to win... The, what was the spread? 21 or something? Like, you got to yeah. leave no doubt. And they were lucky to even win that game. And I just And the thought, way that game ended was so right. hideous. Uh, yeah, I, that that's the that's the issue. But, again, they're number five. They're in striking distance. The, the We don't have to do the poor little Cincinnati thing. Like, if... If you keep winning, the chances are better than average that you will make it in the playoff. If you lose, then it's your fault. It's unfortunate that I think Michigan State hosts Penn State on the last week of the season, which means game day will probably go to like the Iron Bowl or or another big rivalry. But I would like to see, and it's no disrespect to him, but it kind of is. I'd like to see if Michigan State fans can outdo Cincinnati fans with their signage for Gary Barta, if it were to come down to that. Because that guy really took it on the chin (laughs) this week. Oh, yeah, I, I think they could. Uh, you know, how could game day not respect the Land Grant Trophy? That's that's my question. As a Penn State graduate you, you got who, who has seen that thing in person, um, yeah, what, what, what's not to love about it, right? Who doesn't love the entire Land Grant system as, as, the, as a graduate of a Land Grant University? So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, think, I think everybody everybody's still got a shot. The, 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 there's a – what do we got? I'd say we, you you say Wake Forest has a, a real path still. It's not eliminated, so, which I thought it was. So I don't think Notre Dame does, but if we're going to say Wake Forest does, I think we can sure. say Notre Dame does too. So let's say twelve teams have a chance 12, to make yeah. the playoff with with three weeks left in the season. That's a lot better than it has been. You know what would be nice? A system where twelve teams a, make it. Well, and, and this is where people are, but then it wouldn't be interesting. Yes, it would. No, 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 well, no, no, 25 no. teams would we'd have be a talking chance. About, we'd be talking about 40 different yeah. teams with the potential to make the playoff at that point. Utah, so, I mean, no, I, be right there, yeah. Well, Utah would be in a situation where it would go to a one-game scenario to right. win a spot in the playoff. Or Virginia, even, who's not yeah. ranked. Wisconsin would still have yes. a chance at the playoff. So that's, so, that's say, the thing. So, we, so, would, so would Minnesota, technically. <laughs> yeah. That's, yes, that's true. Uh, there, there are a lot of scenarios that, that we would be talking about, and, and it would just it would open up a whole new world for a lot of teams that we just don't talk about this time of year. 
And all they got to do is get over themselves. Stop, you know, get over your hurt feelings. You're not letting Greg Sankey win if you approve the playoff plan he helped make. Do the thing that will help your league and that 12 team with six, you know, six at-larges and six auto bids, that helps your league. Whatever league you're in, it helps your league. So hopefully they'll, they'll be doing that. But for now, I think Matt and I agree. There are 12 teams with a at least semi-plausible path to the playoff. There are three weeks left of the regular season. We're coming down the home stretch, baby. I can't wait. I can't, can't wait. I can't remember a season where like this much was on the line with so little time left. It's 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 going to be fun, and I don't even care that they did something silly for the TV show. They gave us something to talk about, so I, I guess thank you, and we'll talk to you later. Music.